Tom for details. The Cubs have lost four games in a row as they begin a weekend series against the Guardians this afternoon. Justin Steele will be on the mound for Chicago. Meanwhile, Matthew Libertor will be on the mound for the Cardinals as they host their first of three games against the Yankees. Libertor is 1-0 with a 2.51 ERA at Bush Stadium this year. An NBA free agency begins tonight. Teams are allowed to begin negotiating with players at 5 p.m., though contracts are not allowed to be signed until next Thursday. From the Jethro's Barbecue Studio, with amazing slow-smoked wings and world-famous baby back ribs, this is Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller for the next hour. Talking sports with you. Tom Cakert coming up from HawkeyeReport.com. And then four of you will have a chance to win barbecue from our friends at Claxons before we head off into a four-day weekend. Uh, let's get our friend Mike Palm in here, VP of Opera. I just, I didn't, we lost him. I don't think I did that. Oh, okay. Uh, Mike Palm coming up, Vice President of Operations uh, at Circus Sports. We'll reconnect with him. Mentioned summer's arrived in the desert. Uh, triple digits for the next 10 days. But it's a dry heat, right? It's a dry heat. So you have nothing to worry about. Look forward to catching up with uh, Mike Palm and Tom Cakert as well. There was a, uh, a men's basketball media availability uh, yesterday, so we'll get the latest on some of the newbies uh, coming to the roster with Tom Cakert. Uh, hello, Mike Palm. Welcome. How are you? You're heading on vacation next week as well, are you not? I'm heading back there. I'm uh Flying into Cedar Rapids on Monday um, afternoon, early afternoon. I think we land, and then going to go up to Dubuque, fly back to Vegas Friday night. I think we're going to head for a day trip to Chicago on Wednesday. I think that's the plan. We can leave at you know five in the morning, and the kids can sleep on the way there and on the way back at night. You know what traffic's like on, in Russia or in Chicago? Oh, baby. Uh, yeah, allow yourself some extra time uh, would be my advice. But you've been to big cities all over the place. So anyways, uh, summer's arrived, Mike. Triple digits for the next 10 days in Las Vegas. It's a good time to get out of town. Yeah, and yet it doesn't feel that awful because we've had a really cool start of the summer. So, But it might be. I'm mean, now going back to Iowa and deal with the humidity. Yeah, really. <laughs> hey, I want to ask you about uh, last night at the... Uh, uh, the the match, I guess they called it at uh, at an oasis. It really is. I don't think a lot of people realize that golf course is uh, right behind the wind. Just a uh, um, pristine golf course. Uh, how much oh, business did you do, Mike? How much uh, was uh, did you do a lot of right on that at all, or no? Uh, no, not really. Um, because I think people perceived it that you either had to lay the price or not. That being the wrong idea, but it was very very minimal. I'm surprised at that. Uh, big names like that. Have you been over there? Uh, have you seen? Have you seen that course in, in person? I have. It's it's absolutely stunning. And I, you know, I'm sure these guys golf a lot, uh, especially in their respective cities and hometowns. But the Las Vegas there is something different when you're playing golf, and I, I don't know that they ever really adjusted to it. Yeah, it was. I, I thought a disappointing effort with Steph Curry and what we've seen from right. him in the past. The dogs yeah. just crushed him. And uh, yeah, I saw yesterday afternoon. I popped it up on the Circus Sports Iowa app. It was at the time Curry and Thompson minus three ninety. It was. It was plus plus four dollars. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. 
And yeah, it was a runaway by the underdogs in a 12 hole format on top of it. Something else Mahomes is good at. Yeah, just what he needs, right? Yeah. So, so yeah, um, we were actually one of the higher prices in the market, too. I saw there were, you could have, you could have, in a losing effort, you know, laid somewhere around 320, 330 at other shops. We got, we got up to $4. Wow. It's a monster one. Well, coming up here in just a couple weeks, we will get the British Open. Now, I'm not going to ask you about the John Deere Classic or anything like that. Coming up the Quad Cities next weekend. The Open Championship, how does it rate in terms of right? What you guys get because of the time? Is it fourth? How does it work for you guys? I would anticipate the Masters are number one, but where does the British Open rank? Masters is number one by a long distance because the future book is open the longest also. Right. Sure. Uh, and, and then, you know, it's between the U.S. Open and the British Open. Um, who's number two? One year it might be one. One year it might be the other. It depends. A lot of it will depend on the end, the betting after the tournament tees off on Thursday. How compelling is the leaderboard? How's the course playing? Um, so it, it's hard to say. Um, you you on a random weekend, might have more people in town mm-hmm. um, during the British Open because the Father's Day sometimes that keeps people away and it's only local people betting. Yeah, that that makes sense. And, and the Tsaw, I mean, you guys are open twenty four hours. Yeah, but the books got. I mean, I'm guessing there's probably some people that are sitting there watching at the wee hours of the morning, right? Yeah, there'll be you know a dozen to two dozen people there for. For when they tee off, I'm interested with the Women's World Cup coming. I am too in Qatar. Yep. Um, if if we will be able to draw any crowd, you know, like we did, we saw people coming in at 2 a.m. You know, for the men's game. Mm-hmm. Will we do it for women, or will it just be? the U.S. women's games that draw anyone. I would think it's probably the latter. Um, so yeah. so, so, what time will the games, what time will they start? Any idea? I mean, I know it's going to vary. Oh, yeah. So in pool play, they play their first two games at 6 p.m. Pacific, and they're the final game in pool play, I believe, is at midnight. And then after that, the hours shift, and they start playing more in the evenings when they get to knockout. And I think then we're looking at 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. starts after that. Well, that's a lot better than, like, the World Cup that was in Korea yeah. when the games were starting, like, yeah. 2 a.m. Now, yeah. I was yeah. much younger at the time and maybe going out and then imbibing and having <laughs> a couple of cocktails after we get home from the bar. Different one here, but that's got to be good for business with those start times, right? It's always good. This is why I, I, you build up a soccer following. European sports are great because... It killed all those dead hours in the book in the morning, you know, from, you know, anywhere from 2 to 4 a.m. You get rolling Mm -hmm. and you can get people into the book, whereas, you know, you know, yesterday was really odd. I mean, at 7 p.m., 7.30 p.m., you had nothing but WNBA except for the fact that the Dodgers did get it in with the rain delay. But, you know, these silly Thursday schedules with Major League Baseball being done so early, I don't know what Manfred's doing. Yeah, I don't either. I, I'm with you because there's nothing. Last night was Pacific terrible. Time zones. It was awful. Yeah. And I'm surprised that the yeah. game in Denver was able to be played. Did you see any footage? No. Oh, my God. Did you see any of that, Mike, the the hail and the water that they I've, got? I've been there for situations. When between my um, freshman and sophomore years in college, in August, my friend and I who went to who went to uh, – Loyola in Chicago, and then got his graduate degree at the University of Iowa. Now he's a professor there. Um, we made a road trip in August, and we went to Kansas City and watched the White Sox play a three-game series. Then 
Wednesday evening drove to Denver, and the Cubs had a four-game set. I don't know if you guys remember. It was the series where the Cubs scored 20 runs twice uh, at Coors. But I'm telling you, every afternoon in the Denver, and the foothills get pounded like that. The weather is absolutely amazing. I know my dad's friend who worked for Flexville and got transferred to New Orleans for the last three years of his career says, you know, it rains every day from 2 to 4 in New Orleans. It's true. This what what happens in the afternoons in the foothills and in those mountains is incredible. You can set your watch to four o'clock. I lived there for three years, and the yeah. locals would tell me that, and they were spot on. It, really? But yesterday, yeah. just go, I mean, search Colfax Avenue in your Twitter, Trent. It'll pop. Okay. It's just like it's just a flood. Uh, so, Mike, I want to go back to the to the uh, U.S. women for a second. We've seen the growth of women's sports, and it's undeniable that it is. Is I guess one way of measuring it for you guys is the amount of right that you will do um, when it, when it comes to wagering on the U.S. women because everybody's going to bet them. I'm assuming. Have you seen an uptick? We saw um, an uptick in right in the in the women's basketball tournament definitely this year. I don't know if it's going to translate to something like soccer where it's you know World Cup every four years. Yeah. I don't know if we're going to see a direct correlation there, honestly. Um, we did actually see some right on the uh, women's college softball this year, but most of it was just, you know, pounding that historic Oklahoma team. Yeah. Speaking of uh, college sports, what was the uh, what was the uh, College World Series like? I mean, it was fun to watch. I, got, I mean, the last two games weren't great, uh, but the uh, uh, the semifinal to get there was just. I mean, that was appointment television. Was uh, is business continuing to grow on the College World Series? It was great. It was great two way action. You know, we we actually <clears throat> going into the final. The future book on LSU was better than Florida. But by the time the final was over, the people had bet LSU through the course of the final. So it ended up being actually a push for us, the final, because LSU did get bet heavily in the final. And, and then the sharp people knew about the wind in Omaha the last two games. And then, the, I mean, the overs uh-huh. were done early because it, it switched totally for the last two games. of this. I mean, I had several guys that live in Council Bluffs texting me about, you gotta, you got to go over 10, go over 11. Mm-hmm. The wind is out. And, I mean, they were just, you know, you couldn't ask for easier overs in those games. And a ballpark that initially was incredibly difficult to get it out at, but you get yeah. those jet streams and how quickly it can change in the warm air over in Omaha. Well, we've talked in the past with you about this, Mike. Derek Stevens, the owner of Circa, son played collegiately baseball and he thinks college baseball has a chance to jump up after what we saw. We saw, of course, the TV numbers explode this season. Is there going to be more offerings going forward? I got you guys to do a couple of Hawkeye baseball games this year as you're doing a lot of top 25 in SEC. Is that a market that you guys see that you anticipate continued growth? I do. And Jeff Davis has really taken it over, who uh, you know, does our hockey and golf as well. And it's done a great job with it the way he's booked it. And you know what I was surprised by? The proliferation of podcasts that focus on college baseball, these young guys mm. that bet college baseball, that came out at some point during either the regional weekend, super regional weekend, or during the College World Series. There had to be half a dozen. I mean, I didn't, I've heard of one of them, but I guess this is, you know, if, you, if that's an indication that the burgeoning podcast industry around the sport, then, you know, all arrows are up. Yeah, indeed they are. Uh, they're always up for the NFL. You guys put your NFL over-unders out uh, uh, this time last week, as well as divisionals. Uh, what have you seen? Has there been any reaction? Is there a team or two that's taken, uh, that's caught your eye as far as the amount of play, Mike? I'll tell you, the Vikings, everybody's down on the Vikings. 
eight and a half. They won 13 games last right. year. They got to win five less games to go under, but people are betting the under. They're betting alternate unders. And, and, and so that surprised me a little bit. And the other team, a little bit of a fade, the Jets. I think that was based on the hard knocks news. I don't think hard knocks is a great thing. And I think, you know, the Lions, the only team that kind of had any success, the rest of that, you know, as, as, I guess Dan Campbell's kind of a lovable guy, and he got mm-hmm. he got better as an end game manager during the course of the year. He's still got a long way to go, but a lot of coaches made to look like buffoons. You got a lot of new parts on this team, including Rodgers. The pressure of New York City, and now the cameras on you all the time. I think people see that as a negative, especially to the start of the season, which is going to be difficult for the Jets. That's an interesting one. How about uh, over on the college football side of things with Georgia? Just coming into the year, even as they look for a new quarterback, the way that they have reloaded talent, the way that they have recruited, is that all it is as it pertains to the national championship futures? Or is there somebody else that's getting maybe some wise guys' money to win it all? Texas has taken a few bets. Hmm. taken a few bets uh, in, in all the realms with the national championship. I've also heard people, you know, uh, looking at different markets, moving on their favoritism in the Big 12 and, and win totals. So, a little bit interesting to take a look at Texas. I know that you know they got the young quarterbacks. They lose B. John Robinson, so that's interesting. I do think the Big Twelve is wide open. You can probably make arguments for three or four teams. I do too, uh, Mike. Uh, great stuff. We will speak with you. Uh, you and I have a, a date here in about four hours. Our hook podcast for Iowa Everywhere. We'll do that at uh, four thirty. Uh, no, four thirty your time. Six thirty my time. Yeah. Right? Yes. Right. Uh, no, no. Opposite. 4.30, 4.30 your time, 2.30 my time. Gotcha. I'll be ready. Uh, thank you, Mike Baum. And uh, have a wonderful vacation uh, with your mom and your family as you come back to your home state of Iowa. We'll talk to you in, uh, in four hours. Thank you, buddy. Yeah, happy 4th of July to all the listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate you coming on. Mike Palm, VP of Operations at Circus Sports. Mike just uh, mentioned the 4th of July. This just bumped into my head. When did you get Jet? Uh, just before the June, middle of June last year. So you went through a fourth. He didn't flinch. This is different, though. I want. Well, we he's a little pup at the that's time. That's true. We're we're curious about what's going to happen. Might be a late couple of nights well, for you. That's true. But you know what else though? Too might keep it down. Uh, and I'm not saying that I hope that this is the case because I, I like fireworks. Yeah. Uh, like watch them from my house. I don't want to go out and watch them. Um, but the weather. Oh, I hadn't it, even looked. It's, it's supposed to rain all weekend. I'm pretty sure. Is it really? I think so. Yuck! I feel bad because a lot of this is a big camping weekend, right? Yeah. Well, Monday is what a twenty percent chance of rain. Tuesday, oh, that's, oh, that's not bad. Seventeen percent. So it might just be a scattered storm or two. Yeah, that's not that's not bad. I thought it was supposed to be miserable all weekend. It, it has um, picked up a little bit as far as on a positive side. I'm trying to get Jack to bed last night, and some idiot was firing off fireworks <laughs> in her neighborhood last night. Knock yeah. it off. Uh, Susie Culber has made it official. She made the announcement herself. She has been laid off after 27 years at ESPN. She's also part of the group, if you missed it earlier. Uh, these are the ones we know. LaFonso Ellis, Susie Culber, Jeff Van Gundy, which I think is a mistake. Mm-hmm. Chris Chelios, Jalen Rose, Max Kellerman. Apparently Steve Young is on the list. of. Uh, so um, the Monday Night Countdown is going to look a little bit different. Yes, it is. Because they put a ton of resources into that. Mm-hmm. I wonder who they get to anchor that. Yeah. Hmm. Who bounces over? Maybe, oh, who is the, the blonde that does NFL Live during the week? Um, maybe she would be one that steps into that role. You could see that. I don't know. Ponder, is she still around? 
Uh, she is, but she only does Sunday mornings. She does that Sunday morning countdown. Mm-hmm. Maybe that becomes part of it. Maybe. I mean, Sunday, Monday. That's another thing when these things yeah, happen. Yeah, you've you got to take on more responsibilities. Yep. Pick up some slack. I get, you know what? That's, that's, uh, that's what, something to watch. Mm-hmm. Something to watch. I wonder if it'll affect any of those. Rex Ryan, did he get a gig? I don't know. I don't think he did. I hope he didn't because I like him on that show. Yeah. I think Randy Moss is terrific. Yeah, Randy Moss is. Hasselbeck's good. Until they got the Monday Night Crew, I long advocated for Randy Moss to be in that booth. Randy Moss is fantastic. Yes. Yeah, and we're missing one. Oh, the linebacker from Arizona who went to play for the Patriots. Um, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Undersized linebacker, Patriots, went to Arizona. Come Teddy Bruski. Teddy Bruski, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Took me a while, too. <laughs> yeah. Prevagen. <laughs> Uh, Time for another $1,000 home run. Head to KXNO.com right now. Chance to put $1,000 in your pocket. We had a winner down the hall on 100.3 The Bus here this morning. So Des Moines is on the board. Let's continue that pattern, shall we? The keyword is grand. Grand at KXNO.com. Your chance to win a grand. $1,000 your way if you win this nationwide contest. Keyword this hour is grand. Tom Cakert next. Uh, I think he's had tried a, uh, a swarm beer. Yes. You think he has? I'm guessing probably. Has. I know he was trying to get it in his wife's restaurant. Oh, was he? So if that's the case and they got it on tap, you know he had a pull. Yeah, I would think. Have you been to the swarm Twitter account? Yeah. Can you go to it right now? I want to see. I want to do this on the air with you. Okay. Because I saw something last night on, on, the, on the Swarm Twitter account. They got a picture. Um, I don't know where they are. Um, they're drinking. They're, there's four. Yeah. Yeah. Four pictures. So go to, I think it's picture number. Th- it's two guys. One guy wearing glasses. Yeah. Yeah. Who's that look like? The guy wearing glasses? Yeah. Um, Who's that look like? He's an Iowa media member. An Iowa, is it Bromelkamp? No. Um, Mike Condon. It's Chad Leistakow. Well. I mean, it's not, but does it not look like him a little bit? thick Leistakow. It's thick Chad Leistakow, but doesn't that look like him? You know who Am the I guy crazy? is next to him? I have no idea. The owner of Exile. That's R.J. Tercy. Is that who it is? Yeah. But, but, the, the, but the dude next to Tercy. Put, Chad put, mixed put in a couple more pounds, cheeseburgers. Yeah, yeah. Put 50 pounds on Leistakow. That's I see him, it. isn't it? I see. That's a good call. I knew it. It was after 8.30, and I didn't want to tweet it because I thought, Chunky you know, Chad. Chunky Chad. <laughs> Chunky Chad Leistakow and R.J. Tercy. Go to you. Check it out for yourselves. Iowa Swarm, Twitter account. Iowa Swarm. If you know Leistakow, that's Chad Leistakow with 50 pounds That's a good on. pull. Uh, 1225, Miller & Condon, Des Moines Sports Station, 106.net. Pro Football Contests are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere. Two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circus Survivor, where you select one team each week straight up, last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit Google Play. Last summer, my house was hit with hail. Between assessing damage on the roof and dealing with insurance, it can be a stressful situation. Luckily for me, it wasn't stressful because I called my friends with Wolf Roofing. We were able to get a new roof on our family home in one day. It looked sharp, everything was cleaned up, and now we have peace of mind with our new roof. Set up your next roofing project with Wolf Roofing at 515-225-8850. 
888-666-6666. Or you can go online at Wolf Ru- Into the game. Condon, welcome back. 12.30 Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Millers. Uh, still to come, Claxon's Barbecue Giveaway. That'll come up here. Well, we'll give you the cue to call in about 15 minutes. Uh, give you, we'll do the contest in about uh, 10 minutes before 1 o'clock. Tom Caker joins us usually this time each and every Friday. We're certainly grateful for the relationship. Tom, welcome. HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. Hello, Tom Caker. How are you? Um, doing okay. Uh, you know, obviously been a tough, tough week for yeah. those of us on the Iowa beat, but, yeah. uh, but yeah, we're, you know, we're doing okay. Yeah. Doing okay. No, he was, uh, you know, it's, it certainly strikes you in, in, um, in death when somebody passes away, just the, the outpouring of love, um, and obviously meant a lot to a lot of people uh, over in that part of the state and everywhere because Trent read him growing up and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously been yeah. writing for a, for a long time and uh, never turned us down when we went and asked him to come on and talk uh, Hawkeye sports. And that goes back to, you know, 20-something years ago when I used to work with Bob Dyer. So a uh, real good guy. Um, and, and how many press boxes did you share with Steve Batterson over the years, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, and that was, you know, and... and you know, we're from, you know, he worked at the Quad City Times. I live in the Quad Cities, so we would see each other. And, you know, every time I go down to a River Bandits game, uh, first stop was always in the press box. Mm. They had a Batman and hang out with him and, you know, shared a lot of meals and a lot of a lot of laughs over the years. So, you know, we're going to miss him. Um, you know, he was the hardest worker on the beat. There's nobody else. I mean, you know, just. Um, and, and that's no no disrespect to anybody else, but boy, God, that guy worked hard. And, and there were days where he was doing, you know, Tuesday press conferences, going back covering a Bandits game, or uh, go, you know, doing a press conference for for Fran or Lisa Bluter or Tom Brands, and then going back and covering a, a men's women's doubleheader at St. Ambrose College. Mm. So I mean, you know, St. Ambrose University now. So uh, or doing a high school game, and that's just his work ethic was unparalleled and did it without any um, fanfare, just, just there to tell the stories and do the job. Hmm. And he did it incredibly well. Uh, certainly somebody that's going to be missed. I thought the uh, seat that was left for him there at yeah, the ball field was a, nice touch. That was a really nice touch. And I would anticipate Tom, something will be done at Kinnick stadium, right? Yeah. He'll certainly go into the media wall of fame that hangs in the press box. Um, you know, Rick Brown, I think, was the last one to go in um, after he retired. And, um, you know, I'm sure, <laughs> knowing Steve, he wouldn't want the fanfare, but he's going to get the fanfare. You know, yeah. it's just, I just knowing Steve, he wouldn't want the fanfare, but but we're going to give it to him. And uh, anyway, um, guys, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, he... Uh... He'll definitely be missed, and I'm sure yesterday was odd not seeing him with his notepad there yeah. and mm-hmm. doing the doing the short form on his notepad as you guys all had your video recorders out and audio recorders, and, and he wasn't there. But Old a, school. Love yes. It. Had yep. a chance to talk to the basketball team and Tony Perkins starting point guard? That's the way it looks, is that he's going to be Iowa's starting point guard, uh, at least right now. And I thought that was interesting. I, I thought that was probably what was going to happen, but... Um, I was, it was interesting. And 
I think this is Fran's way of maybe getting another shooter out on the floor, mm-hmm. uh, you know, putting, you know, maybe a Josh Dix or somebody like that at the two guard. Uh, but that maybe means, you know, Peyton Sanford might be playing the four, um, wow. depending on what they, what they do. We'll see, um, you know, Patrick at the three probably, but there's still so much time. I, you know, the, the thing I've heard is that they're going to, kind of experiment a lot in those three games over in Europe and see what different combinations look like and and get a feel for what everybody can do uh, out on the court. Because they've got six new faces. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, it's a very different team, and there's no, you know, the last four years, really, you felt like you had a workhorse. You felt like you had a go-to uh, with Luca for two years and then um, – with the Murrays, but you don't have that this year. So, you know, good good luck guessing who's going to be the leading scorer this year. It might be a combination. might be a different guy every night, from, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Peyton Sanford will lead the way a bunch of nights, so we'll see. What about the yeah. newcomers? Uh, Bronze and, and I guess Cricky, those two, Tom, I, and I believe both were there and you had a chance to, to meet with both of them, a yeah. takeaway or two. Yeah, um, you know, Cricky is probably, he's about legit 6'8", six, 6'9", six, Real humble kid. Um, interesting thing that he shared was um, he went in the portal mainly because they fired the Valpo coach. And I so I asked him, I go, would you have even gone in the portal if they would have retained the coaches? And he goes, well, I was kind of looking at it, but I don't know. So, you know, it was the highest benefit that they were able to get that, that Valpo uh, fired their head coach. They were, so they were able to get him. Uh, Braun's a big kid. He's you know, he's a physical kid. That's the thing I always remembered about him at the high school level and at the AAU level is he's got a really sturdy frame. Um, so he's, you know, he, he's very, he's thrilled to be there. Uh, you know, Iowa City kid and dreamed of putting the Hawkeye colors on. But it's an interesting combination. I still worry about the rebounding, what this team just do, um, because I just, I don't know whether, you know, Cricky was not a big rebounder. Uh, bronze was not a big rebounder. I mean, they were okay, but um, where are they going to get those rebounds from is going to be one of the big tests for this team. And defense. <laughs> defense is yep. still going to be an issue there. <laughs> always. So, yes, always an issue. <laughs> always an issue. And that wasn't very good last year. And this team, at least on paper, uh, looks like it's going to have its set of issues. Over to football, and maybe most importantly, what we found out this week with the gambling investigation it goes from some big concerns. We don't know many. There's been rumor names, but not a whole lot in comparison to what we have over here with Iowa State, Tom. Still, after the new uh, handout from the NCAA, looks like a couple of slaps on the wrist, maybe a couple of game suspensions, but nothing that is going to be overly impactful. Do you see it the same way? Um, maybe. Um, the thing that concerns you, um, you know, I'd heard some stuff. It was mainly particularly with the baseball guys. So maybe that's why it took, it took so long for this to kind of get figured out at least from the NCAA side of things, but maybe that some of the guys had put, put some money on some Iowa women's basketball, the, the semifinal game against South Carolina. So mm. I, you know, and that's, that's one of the concerns there because one of the things says, if you bet on, you know, any of the programs at your own school, mm-hmm. then that's a bigger slap on the wrist. So, uh, if there was some of that going on, then there's larger concerns. But if it's you know guys betting twenty bucks on on some NBA games, 
uh, I don't think there's, you know, the, there's not a real worry. But, um, yeah, I'm hoping that we can get some resolution to this. I don't know what they're waiting for at this point because now they've they've got the ground rules. They can put that down, and then they can, if they want to do an appeals process, they can. But that shouldn't take too long, and then they can, can get a resolution to these guys. So the coaches and the players know what they're dealing with this year. Are they under the uh, impression that the DCI is still yet to file the report? Is that what you're hearing? I haven't heard that. Okay. I have not heard that. But um, that would... there was something out there the other day about maybe there was they didn't know exactly what they bet on, uh, and that's part of the mm. deal that, that now they're getting that information. So, But I don't know why you would have waited this long to find that information out. That should have been ready, readily available based on the way I understand how they monitor this stuff. They, they kind of know. Well, the Iowa bet. Racing and Gaming Commission would have known that right off the bat. They would have seen some improprieties yeah. if they were betting on you know their own team, for, for instance. So, mm. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, and they didn't have any concerns about Nothing, that. Nothing, none. They yep. spoke publicly. Yeah. Yeah. So, and haven't I mean, since. That's a, that's a real po- and that's a real positive is that there's none of that going on. But um, I just want the want this thing to be resolved, right? Yeah. To be figure out what you're doing. Um, you know, the only thing that I've heard really, and I, I don't even know if it's accurate or not. So I'll just say rumor was that. Iowa wrestling gets hit pretty hard, but I, who knows? Hmm. Who knows? That's been the one that's floating around. Iowa football, not too hard hit, but um, and I haven't heard anything about Iowa basketball. So, uh, although they they were they were listed in that thing, but I'd heard maybe one player, and they might not even be there anymore. So, might have been one of the kids that left. Interesting. Well. Football team, the expectations are going to be big. When we get to media day here in a little less than a month, we'll get our first depth chart. That'll be exciting. We will overanalyze that as we always do. There'll also be the yeah. selection for who's going to win the Big Ten. Will I will be the pick in the West or will it be Wisconsin from the media members? Oh, I bet it's Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I, I think it'll probably be Wisconsin. Yeah, I just think they're probably the the logical choice. Now, um, you know, I'm I'm picking Iowa to win the West. You should. So that's yep. a little preview for my yep. for my July Fourth predictions. But I'm mm-hmm. I'm picking Iowa to win the West. I just think I think there are just I just wonder when you radically change an offense like Wisconsin is doing nine times. I shouldn't say nine times, but maybe seven times out of ten, it doesn't work. And even if you bring in a quarterback that runs that offense, it's still their DNA is still very different. And I just don't think it's going to work as well as everybody believes it will. And I, I think there's going to be a little bit of a learning curve for Wisconsin. Uh, what have you, have you heard, Tom? How are ticket sales for the football? Um, very good. Are they ahead of schedule? So, yeah. I, well, I know that the student section is all sold out already. So um, if the students are still on the bandwagon, yep. usually everybody else is because they're the first ones on and the yeah. and the. Uh, and the first one's off too. They're, when they stop showing up, that's when you know the the bandwagon is emptying out. So, mm. um, yeah, I think they're uh, I think they're uh, doing a you know everything. I think ticket sales are pretty good. On three media dot com. Tom Caker with us here. Always a lot of recruiting news going on, and a big week for Hawkeye mm. football. Fill us in on the details and maybe the most impactful names uh, that we see for the class of twenty twenty four. 
Yeah, it has been a run. They had their big recruiting weekend, and it really kind of started last Thursday when Michael Burt, uh, the tight end from o- Omaha, committed. And then, you know, kind of each day it was uh, Devin Kennedy, Reese Vanderzee, uh, Gavin Hoffman, the tight end from uh, Kansas City area. Uh, and then uh, yesterday it was uh, K.J. Parker, the, the wide receiver from uh, IC Catholic in uh, the Chicago area. And I should mention Graham Eben. Uh, who's Reese Vanderzee's uh, teammate at Central Lion High School. Um, uh, he's a preferred walk-on. So they got all those guys, and I've already put in uh, the recruiting prediction machine that uh, I was going to get Rashad uh, Godfrey, Joseph Anderson, Jimmy uh, Chienke, and uh, Jalen Watson is going to announce on July 8th, and I've had one in for him for a while. So they could – in theory, come out with like nine out of ten that were uncommitted, hmm. which would be almost unheard of for wow. for a uh, for a weekend visit. Hmm. And they're doing so well in the state, Tom, with, with, with regards to yeah. 2024. What's behind that? I mean, Ferentz is getting up in age. Um, what what's behind it? Yeah, he had. They have just um, kept that stranglehold and mm-hmm. gotten just about every. I don't think they've lost. Well, I, you know, the Bricks kid is going elsewhere, but, um, you know, they're full at, at offensive line at this point. But when they've gone head-to-head with Iowa State, they've yeah. they, they've uh, they've beaten them on every every guy in this cycle. So that's something. Um, and, um, you know, I don't know what it is. You know, the central line thing, I just think that's a kind of a stronghold up in mm-hmm. – Northwest Iowa, a rare stronghold in Northwest Iowa. That's Lavar Woods' country up there, though. So, and Lavar's name is just good as gold up there, and uh, so they've been able to 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 really recruit there. I think you know the the the, the Robinson kid at uh, uh, in Des Moines, the twenty twenty five kid, is going to be, I think, the next interesting one to uh, to watch because I think that's an Iowa Iowa State battle there, and that kid's. That kid's a Stand. special athlete. Where does he go to school? Yeah. Valley. Valley. He Say goes Robinson. to Valley. Yeah. He's, yeah, he is. Trent, you've seen him in person. He's, <laughs> he's a freak. He is. He's a freak. And as good of a football player as he is, he is a great basketball player and led him to the state yep. championship. As good of a just athlete, like jumping ability athlete that I was had in a very long time. And that's including guys like Xavier Wampa Jesus. and a few others. Yep. His leaping ability just out of the gym. He is a stud. Yeah. Uh, is there a it's lean crazy. right now, do you think, either way, Tom? I don't think so. I think uh, there's a, a few more heard, Iowa right? State people in his corner, but he's going to yeah. be a national guy, too. And I think the regionals, yeah. the Michigans, the Notre Dames, the Ohio States, when they come calling, he's going to have his ears open, from what wow. I've heard. Wow, interesting. Tom, and he's got, he's also, he's also um, you know, a basketball recruit. Mm-hmm. There's some ba- some schools that are wanting for basketball, too. I don't think it's high a level as football. But. Right. More of a um, mid-major, probably basketball he, guy. Yeah, he could even play at Drake or you and I, mm-hmm. for sure. No, that's something. Tom, have a wonderful weekend, Tom Caker. Thanks for doing this. Appreciate okay. it, and uh, we'll talk to you in a week, okay? Yeah, have a good fourth, you guys, yep. and uh, to all your listeners. Thank you, Tom. Thank you. Yep, good to talk to you. Tom Caker, HawkeyeReport.com, part of On3 Media. All right, the phone lines are open. First four callers right now at 515-284-5966. If you've not played for Claxton's Barbecue in the last 30 days, you are eligible to do so. We'll hear from four of you. We'll give you 
Four questions, you get the most right. We'll give you a $35 gift certificate from Claxons. The runner-up gets $25 in barbecue. Claxons, 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Online, ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. First four callers, 515-284-5966. If you're getting a ring, you're in. Stay there. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. I've Eloquist. The biggest pro football contests in Vegas are back and bigger than ever with $14 million in guaranteed prizes only at Circus Sports. Enter in Nevada, play from anywhere, two ways to win and no rake. Play Circa Million, make five picks against the spread each week with quarterly and full season payouts, or join Circus Survivor. Select one team each week straight up. Last the longest to win it all. $14 million in guaranteed prizes. Visit CircusSports.com for details. Circus Sports Iowa encourages you to gamble responsibly. Problems with gambling? Call or visit 1-800-BETS-OFF. Umpires are in short supply and are greatly needed. Now you can become a youth umpire for baseball and fast pitch with Iowa U-Triple-S-A sports officials and Central Iowa Sports. Be around the game that you love and the greatest part-time opportunity ever where you can make great money. They offer on-field training and no experience required to apply. For more information to get back into the game, go to IA. USO.com. That's IAUSO.com and get back. Tom. Miller Condon, welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Time to give away some barbecue from our friends at Claxon's 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona, where they've been serving barbecue for over 25 years. You can find them online at ClaxonBBQ.com, ClaxonBBQ.com, July 4th and Claxon's Barbecue. That's a team, a winning team right there. Uh, We're going to give you a $35 gift certificate if you get the most right. The runner-up will get twenty-five. In addition to July the fourth, tomorrow is Canada Day. So, uh, in advance, what does that mean? It's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honest to God, Trent. It's um, so I got here in May of nineteen eighty-nine. So my first July the fourth, obviously, was uh, like weeks later. I couldn't believe what July fourth meant, opposed to what my country's birthday meant. Sure, it was just like night and day. Just night and day. I don't even know my Canadian history. Did you guys just tell the French to get out of there and you took your country? You know, I don't know my Canadian history either. Okay. I took American history. <laughs> um, but yeah, I just what a difference. What a difference. It just means so much July the 4th yeah. down here. Uh, anyways, um, the tiebreaker is going to be, that's why I bring it up, Winnipeg and Montreal, total points, closest without going over. Give you a little uh-huh. heads up. Uh, Russ is up first. Russ, welcome to Miller and Condon. How are you, sir? Good. How you doing? Doing fine. Uh, do the Dodgers sweep the Royals this weekend in Kansas City? Uh, no. Joey Chestnut over under 74 and a half dogs in the Nathan's hot dog eating contest? Under. Uh, is there a complete game pitched in baseball in the next three days? See, that is tonight, tomorrow, and Sunday? Uh, yes. Uh, Cleveland and the Cubs this afternoon at Wrigley. Who do you want? Cubbies. And the tiebreaker, uh, Russ, is total points. Uh, Montreal and Winnipeg tomorrow. Uh, Close. Montreal. 
No, no, total points. Closest without going over. How many points will be scored? Montreal and who, who are you saying again? Winnipeg and Montreal. Uh, Winnipeg and Montreal. Canadian football. Yeah. I, uh, Give me a number. I'll, I'll, I'll do uh, 67. 67 it is. Russ is on the board. Have a good weekend, Russ. Thank you. Appreciate it. Corey's next. Hi, Corey. Hey, guys. Uh, do the Dodgers sweep the Royals? Yes. Joey Chestnut, over under 74 and a half dogs. Over. Complete game in baseball Friday, Saturday, or Sunday? Pitched. Yes. Cleveland versus the Cubs. Who do you want this afternoon? The Cubs. Montreal, Winnipeg, total points tomorrow. Closest without going over? Uh, 53. Thanks, Corey. Have a good weekend. You as well. Thank Thanks. you. Uh, David is with Miller and Condon. Hi, David. Oh, Canada. My home oh, and native land. <laughs> uh, did the Dodgers sweep the Royals? No. Joey Chestnut over under 74 and a half dogs. Under. Complete game pitched in baseball tonight, tomorrow, or Sunday? No. Cleveland versus the Cubs. Who you got? Indians. Uh, Guardians? Same yeah, Indians. I'll never call them the Guardians. I uh, don't know if we can take it. <laughs> uh, Winnipeg, Montreal. Total points closest without going over. 51. David, have a good weekend. Thank you. Appreciate it. And uh, Jay brings it to a close. Hi, Jay. How we doing? Good, Jay. Good. You want to sing? <laughs> no, I'm good. Yeah, me too. Uh, Dodgers, uh, do they sweep the Royals? No. Joey Chestnut, over or under 74 and a half dogs? Over. Is there a complete game Friday, Saturday, or Sunday pitched in baseball? No. Cleveland versus the Cubs this afternoon. Who you got? Uh, Cubs. Winnipeg versus Montreal. Total points closest without going over. 42. Have a, I think that's the number, actually. Uh, Jay, have a good weekend. Appreciate it. You bet. You guys, too. Thank you, Jay. Uh, thanks for chiming in, and thank you to Claxons. I'm looking at it right now. What uh, is it? 48 and a half. Oh, it's bigger than I thought. Okay. Tonight, the Elks and the Red Blacks get together. Oh, Trent, you know what happens when those two teams 42 play, right? and a half. That, I know I saw 42. I've not dabbled in the CFL. Nor have I. Yet. Oh. Yet. Operative. Well. They will sing the anthem. You know, sometimes you get burned out on baseball. Uh, really? Well. Golf. I can't do it. I'm off to a really good start this weekend. A couple of those young guys I was telling you about. Yeah. Both of them shot 63s yesterday. Holy mackerel. Uh-huh. If I hit another one. Jeez, and you're liable to the way you're going. Another one of these 70 to 80 shots. Mm-hmm. Feeling pretty good. But it is a long weekend. And, and, and I Thursday, <laughs> Thursday in a golf tournament does not right. win you. You don't win anything for no. being a, firing a low Though round. No, you can on bet Thursday. on that too. First round leader. Can. That's true. Uh, have a great four days, brother. Yeah, you too. Well, Enjoy it. Wait. Yes, I will. And you all out there as well. And be safe and have fun with your families or whatever you're doing. Enjoy the heck out of it. Uh, Murph and Andy are coming up next. And the drive from 3 until 6. Uh, we're all off Monday and Tuesday. Next local program after that, of course, will be the Morning Rush on Wednesday morning. Miller and Condon, weekdays, 11 to 1. Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. Happy 4th.